Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Happy game day. Happy game day. That's right. It's there's, a game day. There's two games today. Yeah, uh, and I get to go to one of them. One of them is Brock and Whitesboro, which mm-hmm. is a rematch. Live on TexanLive.com. And the other... Is Lano versus Edna. Live on TexanLive.com. Are they both? Do we, we have them both? We have them both. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. We are very, very excited about all of that, so make sure you're on Texan Live tonight. Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022. Christmas season. 357 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Sadie Tepper. Happy birthday, Sadie. Sadie's my niece. How old now? She's two. Two. She's two. And so, if you're keeping track at home, Sadie's the first, Uh Hank's the third, Max is the fifth. Lord. We just have a type. (laughs) We just have a time of year. You know? (laughs) Uh, it's episode 1,508. On today's show, folks, big time show. We're going to, instead of doing the top 10 games of the week, because they're all big, it, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look back to the midway point of the Texas high school football playoffs. We're going to take a look at our pre-playoff projections, our pre-playoff picks, and see if we want to change anything. This is the last exit. You are pot committed at this point. If you are, this is the last chance to change your mind. We're going to give you one opportunity here, Pickle, to change your mind. Okay. So we'll have that. Then we're going to run the picks, my high school football predictions for all 44 UIL Texas high school football playoff games this weekend. And back half of the show, we have to rearrange it because he's got practice, which is way more important than talking to us. Yes. We'll hear from the head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs. Coach Clay Martin will join us here live on Texas football today. So we hope you will stick around for that. Do we have first four through the door? Be sure do. It was David uh, Pitchard, Ter- Coach Terry Crawford, Nick Morton, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Big game against Erion County this week. Mm. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, I got faith. I picked Abbott, but I'm nervous. I got you, Coach. All right, Pickle. Let's start this. So we are going to take a look. It's the midterms. 
Okay. I I literally got shiver. I'm not far enough removed out of college to not get shivers of my spine when I hear midterms. It's the midterms because <laughs> we are halfway through the Texas high school football playoffs. We don't we don't appreciate enough the fact that you got to win six games to win a state championship, like it's six insane. playoff games. It's crazy. We were talking about that the other day that like college football, while we think that it lasts so long because of bowl season goes so long, the maximum number of games you can play is fifteen. Yeah, it's uh no. Technically, you can play thirteen regular season games if you play Hawaii, and then because then they give you you can mm-hmm. play an extra game. You can play thirteen regular se- season games. Is that right? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I think you can maybe play sixteen, but it's like a very specific circumstance. But it's like we were talking about it. Like Cade Klubnik will have played more games at mm-hmm. Westlake oh, yeah. than he ever will at, at Clemson. Clemson. Yep. You're absolutely right. It's crazy. Uh, and so we're halfway through the 2022 Texas high school football playoffs. You may remember at texasfootball.com slash playoffs, we made predictions for every region, every bracket. Every region, every bracket. And so we're halfway through. We're going to give ourselves an opportunity right now. We're going to revisit our picks. And if you want to change anything, this is the last chance. This is our last opportunity to change your Texas high school football playoff picks. You understand that, Pickle? There's no hopping off this train at this point. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't like changing them. Okay, that's I might fine. Change I mean, there's two, there's but... some, but there's some there's some that like you know we've got three weeks worth of playoff data. You may have a different opinion on certain things. This is and true. so, and also there are some where we've lost regional picks, and so we need to make a new pick, right? So, let's start with the small. We're going to small to large. So we'll start with two A Division two. Two A Division two. Let's throw up the graphic. Here's what we got. Both of us took Wellington in Region 1. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good about that. Feeling good. Albany in Region 2. Big game this week against Collinsville, uh, but I don't see any reason to change it. Are you Are you going to hop off the Albany nope. bandwagon? Region 3, Mart. Interesting game this week against Love Lady, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Mart. Are you are you uh in Yeah, this boat? is I still feel very good about all three of these. Okay. Very and, good. Uh one that we shouldn't feel very good about is Region Four, because we both lost no. Chilton last yep. week. Uh who who are you rolling with in Region Four now? Um I, I'm gonna go with Granger. Okay. Why not? Okay. I, I uh Jenny Netherland has got me on the bandwagon. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the team that I think that none of us would have guessed okay. could have been here. That's fine. I'm gonna roll with Burton. Okay. I'm gonna roll with Burton. Uh and then are you sticking with Mart as your state champion? Yes. Any reason to change that? Nope. I agree with that. I wonder if Albany's gonna do it. But it would not surprise me if they do. Me, no. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Mart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me too. There's two A division two. 2A Division One. Let's roll to this one. Feeling real good. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Well, I mean, we're about to hit like a real like pivot point here. Yes. Because obviously... Someone is getting knocked first out. First of all, we're all alive, right? Yes. Region 1, which we're is, in lockstep. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Region 1, we're in lockstep. Holly. Uh, they've got big game in Cisco. Do you have any reason to change it? Nope. Okay. Sorry, I think that they're just... They've got too many players. Region 2, we're on other opposite ends of the regional final. You we like we got it right. snake farm. I've stuck with the snake farm. I'm rolling with the snake I'm farm. I'm still feeling good about Crawford. Okay, you're st- I am. sticking with Crawford. Timpson, we both have Timpson. Uh, no reason to doubt three? this one. And then, of course, we have the Shiner-Refurio rematch. Yeah. You're rolling with Shiner? I'm right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll the Refurio. Okay. And then you've got Timpson winning the state championship. I've got Refurio winning the state mm-hmm. championship. Yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously, and it's funny because those two teams will play in a state semifinal that uh-huh. realistically should be the state championship in my brain. Um, but no, I think I think Terry Bussey, he is him. 
Okay. And I think he All is right. he's the chosen one. I'm, I'm going to stick with Refurio. They've been my pick from the jump, and, and I, I don't see any reason to change See, it. here's the thing, though. You could get – if you're – obviously, if your Region 4 pick was to go down and then your state champion pick goes down, if Shiner loses, my state champion pick could still be alive. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, Cooper could get Thompson this week, and then we'd both be up a creek. Yes. Let's roll to 3A Division 2. 3A Division 2 has, in my opinion, been pretty chalky, and yep. we had the same – uh, picks all along. Uh, we both got Canadian Region 1. Yep. I'm sticking with that. We both got Gunner in Region 2. And guess what? We'll get the rematch of that. <laughs> got Newton in Region 3. Sticking yes. with that. Feeling good about that one. And we both got Poth in Region 4. Love the defense. Okay. And then both have Gunner win the state championship. I have no changes in 3A Division 2. Nope. Not at all. Okay. 3A Division 1. A <laughs> few things to, to sort out here. <laughs> region 1, I got to pick a new champion. You've got Brock. I... I'm still I, – I think I'm feel- – that's tough. Mm-hmm. This is tough. I mean, obviously, I'm glad that they're still in it. Um, but who are they playing against? Whitesboro. Whitesboro. Yeah, I don't know, man. White's, it's, that Brock's Whitesboro the only t- team. Brock's the only team to beat Whitesboro this year. I mean, okay, and we'll it was get – a very controversial end to that game. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with Whitesboro. I'm, I don't mean to ruin, ruin my whole picks video, which is coming up here in a moment, but right. like, I'm rolling with Whitesboro. No, and I – if I was to change any of them, this might be the one, but – I need Brock to do this for me and me only because I was still on the B- Brock bandwagon when okay. they were 0-4, and, okay. and I am determined that this team is going to make me look like I did something right. Okay, that's that's fair. This that's is fair. nothing more than personal validation. Gonna, I need Brock to win this game. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. Uh, uh, I'm gonna roll with Whitesboro. Uh-huh. Region two. I'm sticking with Malakoff. Although I, I mean, I'm super nervous because Grandview and they've just had their number. Yep. Uh, who are you rolling with in region two? Because you lost. I'm to, going you Grandview. lost Pottsboro. Yeah, yeah. Pottsboro was. I, I had two regional picks that were like my hipster picks. Pottsboro was one of the hipster picks, so I wasn't necessarily heartbroken when they went down. But I'm going to go Grandview. Mallory and I, well, we, t- we will talk about it on WTF. We already did. We recorded it. But I just, it's the history thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. that Malakoff can get past Grandview because they've just, they don't do it. There's, that's entirely fair. That's entirely fair. I think this is the year for Malakoff. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Region three, I'm rolling with Franklin. I mean, this—that's a—I think that's a coin flip game with Columbus. Franklin, Columbus, yeah. I think it's a coin flip game. I think Franklin is fundamentally the better team. I think Columbus is on a really hot streak. They're on right a heater now. right now. And there's region four. Stingham. This is where I'm making my change. Lano's going to win. I got Lano this week. Gosh, darn it. Lano's going to beat. No. I, I am. I am. No, you're I'm locked a in, bit, Edna. <laughs> I'm a little bit spooked by what Edna's by Edna's defense last week against Blanco. Which is funny because these are the top two defenses mm. in three Division One. Uh, I think that. I think that. Lano's. I think this. I think it's two. a low scoring game, but I'm I'm rolling with Lano. Um, I am sticking with my champion though. I'm sticking with Franklin to win the state championship. Are you sticking with Franklin to win the state championship? <laughs> Franklin scared me a little bit. Okay, I, here's the they deal. They don't scare me. If no. they get past Columbus, if they get past Columbus, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be the favorite in region in region over region four. I agree. And then I think they'd be the favorite in a title game. I, in my opinion, I will keep it the same for right now. This is your last chance. Last know, no, 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 no. I'm going to keep it the same. I've said all year long that I think Franklin is the best team in three division one hard stop. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with my gut there and do that. But I will tell you that I will have a good sample size after this weekend. Okay. I will have a much better pulse on who I think could win the matchup between Lano and Franklin. Yeah. Because okay. I think Lano's going to win tonight. Okay. 
All right. So and do I'll I. be in the house. So do I. Going to three, 4A Division Two. 4A Division Two. we go, where uh, somebody's feeling great. Yeah. One person here is feeling great. The other person has something to answer for. I'm kidding. I gave Re- you credit for picking Glen Rose. Thank you very WTF. much. I was, the, I was on an island mm-hmm. on here, but I thought there was something about Glen Rose. Yep. I also thought they had a more manageable path, which yes. was helpful. They can um, score. Right. Now, if it was Hershey versus Glen Rose, or no, Glen Rose beat Hershey last week. Um and so I think that I think Glen Rose. I'm rolling with them to beat Monahan's. I agree. Uh, are you rolling with Glen yeah, Rose? Yeah, I'm rolling okay. with Glen Rose. Region two, I feel even better about Carthage. I mean, Pleasant Grove's really good, but yeah. like, and there is no a devil, doubt. you know, certain aspect of that. But I would go. I'm going to stick with with Carthage. Mm-hmm. Region three, uh, we're on opposite ends of this, but we both got the regional finalists, Quero yep. and Quero and Silsby. I'm sticking with Silsby. Okay. I right. think they can. I think. I think Draylon Miller can do it. Okay, I'm going to stick with He's going to have to have a heroic game. I'm going st- to stick with Quero. And then Region 4, any reason to waver off of Wimberley? I'm a little... Lago Vista avenged one loss last week. Yeah. And, and this was a very close game the first time. Because mm-hmm. the Lago... Navarro game was a three-touchdown game. Mm-hmm. When they lost to Navarro in, in the regular season, Lago Vista did, that was like a three-touchdown game. They go and they beat them last week maybe there's something there. Lago's used to being at this point, too, yeah. because they they lost to Lano when Lano made it to the state semifinals. Then they beat Lano last year to advance to the state semifinals. So Lago, Lago is used to being here. These players have yeah. been here. So it does leave me wondering I'm a little, little but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Wimberly. I think that that st- offense hasn't taken much back after losing Cash McCollum. Are you sticking with Carthage as your champ? Yes. I am also sticking with Carthage as my champ. 4A Division 1. Oof. Got some things to talk about. Yep. First of all, we both got to talk about Region 1. I won't ruin my pick, but mm-hmm. you have your pick of Decatur or Wichita Falls. Um, I won't ruin my pick. Watch the picks video coming up here in just a minute, mm-hmm. but uh, but that should be a good one. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going full send on Dub. Full send on Dub the Coyote. Uh, Decatur got him the first time. Mm -hmm. And that was a very close game. Uh, It was an overtime game. Yeah, it was a three-point game in overtime, I think. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing it. They are the hot hand right now. I'm going Dub. Region two, we both got China Spring. I'm extremely nervous about this. Hell this is this game. is this is the week. This is the real week because I think they'll be favored over whoever comes out of Region One. Mm-hmm. The winner of that game between Anna and China Spring. I think it's a coin flip game. Step and I talked about it on the on the podcast. Um, I'm I'm going to stick with China Spring, uh, but it is it is. I mean. It's it's a it's a razor such type thing. Yeah, You're well within your rights to take Anna. I was just gonna say I since I picked him, I'm just gonna go and they're my state champion pick. I'm just gonna hold true to that. Yeah. But man, I'll just I, I'll just I'll Anna just... has every right to say that they had doubters, like that they had haters this year because they have. Oh yeah, it's the everybody. best year. It's the best year in program history. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'll say this: I think the winner in this game is winning the state championship. Yes. Yes. Uh, Region three. Uh, you took Chapel Hill. You're still alive. Mm-hmm. I took Lumberton. Lumberton took a lead, 17 nothing lead. I was feeling great at halftime, and then their quarterback got hurt, and they lost. Uh, I'm going to roll Chapel Hill over Kilgore uh, to win Region 3. Mm-hmm. In Region 4, we both got Cal Allen. That makes me nervous because I think Bernie – I think that's a coin flip game too against Bernie. Yeah, I think – well, so Ish kept saying that now that Cal Allen's throwing the ball, it actually hurts them a little bit because so many defenses are used to seeing a – Pretty, I mean, they're basically spread at this point, if we want to be honest. Um, and we'll see, he was like, no, I think that the reason that Cal Allen was so good was people weren't used to facing an offense like that where they just grounded and pounded. I think this will be the game that really shows whether or not 
that happens. I think so. I think Cal Allen's bigger than Bernie, but I think Bernie will have the explosive play edge. We'll see. And then we're we're rolling with uh, China Spring for now, but again, that is contingent on them winning Region Two, yep. which is not a guarantee. Nope. Five A Division Two. So we got some things to sort out. Region One Argyle, you still sticking with Argyle? We're going to talk with the 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 coach who's playing Argyle here coming up in a moment, with Clay Martin and Abilene Wiley. Yes. Stick with Argyle? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Are you stick with South Oak Cliff in Region Two? I don't know. <laughs> Melissa, like it's yeah, Melissa. Yeah, I. I I am. I think I'm gonna ride or die with so- with sock in region two. Yeah, I'm gonna ride or die. They've got a. They cannot. They can't mess around in the second half. Yeah. Like I think that they come out to a pretty good start and yeah. they get up on teams and then they, the second half makes me nervous because yeah. that's a Melissa team that if they get on a roll and get going, they can put points on the board quickly. Region three both took Fort Bend Marshall. Feeling I feel good. I feel no reason. Feeling to, really region good. Region four, that. you went on a limb with Gregory Portland. I did, um, and that was my other hipster pick. I'm gonna go I've I'm sticking with Liberty Hill. Who are you going with? Who are Lib- they playing? Liberty Hill and uh Corpus Christi Flower Bluff. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Liberty, Liberty Hill. Hill. Champion, you got Fort Bend Marshall. Stick with I that? do, yeah. I feel really I feel really good about that Fort Fort Bend Marshall squad. Oh, man. Genuinely feel good about Fort Bend Marshall. Man. I might be I might be switching too. They I mean They've been battle tested. They are light I years think they're faster more, I, than I everyone. Think, I think I'm going to switch to Fort Ben Marshall. Because as a I mean, realistically, I just think they've been more consistent. Mm-hmm. If they place, if they end up playing South Oak Cliff, I think that yeah. Sock has the size on them. But I do not know if Sock is quick enough this year to be able to stop them. That's the well. The other thing is, I don't know if they're going to be able to. I don't know how well they're going to be able to move the ball against against Fort Bend Marshall. I don't know if they were to make an Italian. That defense is so fast. I don't. I know it is. I don't know. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm gonna. S- I think Fort Bend Marshall looks like the best team. They do. They look more consistent. Uh, oh golly! I will. <laughs> I'll go with. I'll stick with my guns, and I'll stick with so- sock. I don't feel good about it, but that is, I mean, I'm agonizing over it. I'll stick with sock for now. I'll stick I'm with at sock the point now. right now I would be really surprised if Fort Bend Marshall didn't win it. Okay. That's where I'm, I'm at. Not, I'm not there yet. I'm going to stick with South Oak Cliff. 5A Division One. Feeling pretty good here. A few things to fix. One, Region One, Alito. You got any reason to doubt Alito? No. I think it's a great Burleson Centennial team, but already, I just They beat don't them by think. 40 the first time. Yeah, right. I don't think they can contest. Region Two, Longview. Interesting game this week with Timberview, but I'm going to roll with the Lobos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick that too. Region Three. I've got my regional champion alive in Smithson Valley. Uh, I'm a stick with them, although I think that's a tough matchup with College Station. You went on a limb with Full Shear. I did. Uh, who are you rolling with now? I think I'll go Smithson Valley. College Station is very inconsistent. They could, sh- I mean, they could show up and just blow their doors off, and, or they could show up and be down thirty and try to claw their way back yeah. and not be able to do it. I'm going to go with Smithson Valley. And then Region Four, Let's I took, the, I took the other Valley team in Edinburgh Vela. They are out. I'm going to roll PSJ North. Do it Hop, North. I'm hopping on the PSJ do it North. North. Although I think Vets is a tough, 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 tough matchup, especially going to Buck Stadium. It'll be a chore. They'll have to earn it. And then our champions, uh, you've got Longview sticking with the Lobos. Man, <laughs> I don't know. That's hard. That's hard because Alito has done nothing but just look dominant. I mean, really, genuinely dominant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to stick with it. 
because I want to go wire to wire with Longview. I'm going to stick with Alito for the state championship. Yeah, I, think, I think they've I think they've improved as the season has gone on, and I think that they're peaking at the right time. So I'm going to roll with a week next week. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, on to region or six A division two. We're reviewing midterm review of our state championship. Look at picks. that. Look at us. We are nice. all our regional picks are live. You roll with uh, you roll with Denton Guyer over South Lake Carroll. Yes. You roll with Desoto over Colleen Harker Heights. I am. You roll with Katie over C.E. King. I am. You roll with Dripping Springs and a rematch over Vandegrift. This is the toss up. Yeah, this is the toss up. This is the toss up one. I am. I have been a, a Nova Sod believer since I saw him at seven on seven, and I think they can do it again. But you're that's asking him to beat a really good team twice. You're rolling with Geyer's state champ still? Yes. I'm gonna stick with Katie. All um right. I think they're rolling under flying under the radar, but I think this is a really, really good Katie team and I think they are my favorite to win the title. And then six A Division One. Gosh darn it, Coach Gates. Uh, really region one. I've got Prosper. Uh, Prosper and Lu- Prosper and Louisville playing in a regional final. I'm gonna roll with the Eagles. Who's your new? I'm gonna go the Fighting Farmers. Okay, Louisville. I love Louisville's defense. Really, okay. really do. Prosper is a great offense, but I love Louisville's defense. I'm going Fighting Farmers. Duncanville in region two. Yes. North Shore in region three. Yes. Westlake in region four. Yes. Westlake is your champ. You think in Duncanville? Yeah. I mean, North Shore's got something to say about it, too. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with Westlake, but Duncanville, that that's bulletin board material for them because they're they're looking darn good right now. They are. I didn't know if they could get it figured this out is offensively the defending champ, as much. Like, I, I love their defense. I just, I have a hard time admitting that if, Duncanville gets to AT&T Stadium that they can win. They've, I mean, look, history. It's the hump that they can't get over. History's been And um, Westlake knows how to win in that building. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there you go. There's our playoff predictions midterm reviews. couple of changes here. Uh, you can find complete coverage of the 2022 Texas High School Football Playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The Texas High School Football Regional Finals are upon us. They start tonight. Two games on texanlive.com. 44 games scattered across the state. I picked every single one of them. Here they are. The picks, my high school football predictions for the regional finals of the Texas High School Football Playoffs here on Texas Football Today. December football is here. It's the regional finals of the Texas High School Football Playoffs. 
And these are the picks. Welcome into the Picks, your guide to the Texas High School Football Weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and look over there, off in the distance. It's not close, but it's definitely visible. It's over there. It's AT&T Stadium. AT&T Stadium in Arlington, host of the 2022 Texas High School Football State Championship Games. You can see it from here, really and truly, because we are now into December, and for the 11-man teams, that are left in Texas high school football. They're two wins away from playing there. For the six-man teams, they can punch their ticket to AT&T Stadium this week. It's December. Things are getting serious, and the pressure is turning up. Legacies will be made this week. Who will handle the challenge best? There's 44 games scattered across the state. We'll preview every single one of them. We start in Denton. 7 o'clock Friday night at C.H. Collins Stadium in Denton. It's the 4A Division I Region I Final as the Wichita Falls Coyotes take on the Decatur Eagles. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, Nate the Great. Let's talk about Nate Palmer, the running back for Decatur, who has really emerged as one of the certified playmakers in all of Class 4A. He has been excellent ever since their 0-3 start. So remember, this is a Decatur team that lost their first three games. In those three losses, Nate Palmer averaged about 5.5 yards a carry. Okay. Since then, they've rattled off 10 straight wins, and he's averaging two more yards per carry than he was in their three losses. That is how important he is to this Decatur team. They've got a great quarterback as well in Preston Escobar, but make no mistake, this Decatur team goes as Nate Palmer goes. What does Wichita Falls do to counteract him? And can Nate Palmer on the big stage have a big game? Key number two, the Coyotes takeaways. So if you look at this Wichita Falls defense, the numbers are not going to blow you away, right? They're about middle of the pack in scoring defense in 4A Division I, giving up about 24 points per game, which is not great, but not terrible at all. It's certainly serviceable. That's, you can win with that kind of defense. But what they are good at is taking the ball away. They force a ton of turnovers, 38 to be exact, on the season. Nearly three turnovers per game with guys like Ivy Kelly and Aiden Ramirez doing a lot of the heavy lifting. This is a bend-don't-break defense, and then they come up with that big splash play. For Decatur, it's going to be on them to take care of the football, and for Wichita Falls, they've got to come up with a couple of big splash plays and take the ball away. Can they do that in this regional final? In key number three, we meet again. This is one of 12 rematches in the regional finals of the Texas High School football playoffs. These two teams are district rivals. They met in week eight, and Decatur came away with a 31-27 overtime win in a thriller. This game had three lead changes in the final six minutes, some controversial calls depending on who you ask, but in the end, it was a Decatur victory, and they moved on and won their district championship. Now, Wichita Falls, we know, has wanted another shot at Decatur, and they're getting it this week, and it's hard to beat a good team twice. But at the same time, if you go back to last week, there are a fair number of rematches in the Texas high school football playoffs, and a lot of the teams won again. So it can be done. You can beat a good team twice. But the question is, how do have they changed since that meeting? What is better? What is worse? Who's healthier? Who is maybe a little bit fresher? Those are the things that are going to play a factor in this game. Because, look, it was an overtime game the last time they met. Now they're meeting with everything on the line. So in round two, who comes out on top? Who am I picking? I'm going to Wichita Falls. 
The Coyotes get the nod here because I think it's hard to beat a good team twice, and I think they've been anxious to get another crack at Decatur. We haven't even mentioned some of their big-time playmakers they have on the offensive side, guys like quarterback John Ledesma and their running back Cameron Gould. I think this offense has hit another level of late. You saw that last week against Brownwood, and their defense is just that kind of smash-mouth playmaking defense that comes up with the big play at the big moment. A lot of this comes down to what the Wichita Falls defense does against Nate Palmer. Can they bottle up the running game for Decatur and make this Decatur offense more one-dimensional. I think like the first time they met, this game is very close, but I think it has the opposite outcome. I think Wichita Falls moves on to the state semifinals. Let's go to 6A, 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon at McKinney ISD Stadium. It's a 6A Division I regional final between the Prosper Eagles and the Louisville Fightin' Farmers. And 6A Division I Region I final. Not Allen, not Southlake Carroll, not Duncanville, not Euless Trinity, Prosper and Louisville. That's right. These two teams have ridden on hot hand all the way to the fourth round of the playoffs. Louisville is in their first regional final since 1996 when their head coach, Michael Odell, was their starting quarterback. And I have to imagine that uh, quarterback Ethan Terrell is doing his coach proud, uh, had, has really been fantastic during this playoff run. The real difference for Louisville this year is I think their defense has stepped up in a big way. You saw it shine last week in their regional semifinal romp over Keller. This Prosper team, I think, has been flying under the the radar, but been very strong all year long. Harrison Rosar, their quarterback, is in complete command of this offense, and you know that Coach Brandon Schmidt is going to have an outstanding defense in this game. So that's what's interesting about this matchup. I think it could go a variety of different ways. I could see either team winning. I could see either team actually running away and blowing the other team out. A lot of this, I think, is going to come down to little things like special teams, like turnovers, things like that. That's where I think Prosper has a very slight edge. I think the Eagles move on to the state semifinals. Seven Friday night at Ferris Stadium in San Antonio. It's a 5A Division II regional final between the Liberty Hill Panthers and the Corpus Christi Flower Bluff Hornets. Liberty Hill got a big scare last week against Alamo Heights, fell behind, but was able to rally by finally getting that slot T offense rolling. Quarterback Joe Pitchford and running back Noah Long finally got the wheels on the offense, and they were pretty much unstoppable. The defense came up with the right stops at the right moments. They're going to need to be even better this week against a Flower Bluff offense that is rolling. My goodness what they did last week. The San Antonio Veterans Memorial hanging 66 on them. Quarterback Jaden Pelusio was outstanding, throwing for seven touchdowns. This offense is very dangerous. But can Flower Bluff make stops? It's hard enough to play a high-powered offense. It's really hard to play a high-powered slot T offense like Liberty Hill has. I give the edge to the Panthers. Let's go to 3A. 7 o'clock Friday night at Bryce Stadium in Nacogdoches. It's a 3A Division II regional final between the Newton Eagles and the Harmony Eagles. Harmony? Harmony? What a win last week over West Rusk. This is five-loss Harmony. Came into the playoffs at 5-5 five and five and have hit the Jets when it mattered most. Quarterback Boston Seahorn has been very strong, and the defense comes up with plays when they need it. The question in this one is, are they going to be able to find a way through this outstanding defense for Newton, which has given up just 20 points in their three playoff games? The defense has been excellent, including last week in their narrow win over Dangerfield. Can and they also find a way to slow down Malik Woods, the outstanding signal caller, dual threat guy for Newton. I think Harmony has proven a lot of people wrong, but I got to go with Newton in this one. Give me the Eagles. The Eagles of Newton, that is. 
7 o'clock Friday night at Tiger Stadium in College Station. It's a 2A Division II regional final between the Mart Panthers and the Love Lady Lions. This is the matchup of unbeatens, and if it feels like we haven't talked a ton about these two teams, it's because we haven't, because they've just kind of been destroying people. These are two of the most dominant teams in all of Texas high school football statistically. In fact, Mart is the most dominant team in all of Texas high school football, beating their opponents by an average of 52 points per game. That is unmatched, what they've been able to do with their quarterback, Jonah Ross, their running back, J.D. Bell. They are rolling their defense defense has been excellent all year. Love Lady has the fourth best margin of victory in all of Texas high school football this year. They have been beating their opponents by an average of 44 points per game. Running back Davian Skinner leads this outstanding run-based attack, and their defense, no surprise, has been excellent. They did get pushed last week against Carlisle, had to come back from a halftime deficit. That's really the first competitive game they've played. Is that an advantage, that they've now been in a dogfight? I think March speed is going to be the difference in this one. They've just got playmakers all over the field. I get the edge to the Panthers. And we will punch our first four tickets tickets to AT&T Stadium this week in the six-man rank. 7 o'clock Friday night in Dublin. It's a 1A Division II state semifinal between the Lorraine Bulldogs and the Oakwood Panthers. And you can make a real argument that both of these teams are a bit of a surprise to be here. You know, Lorraine started the year 13th in our rankings in Dave Campbell's Texas football, but have done nothing but win since then. They have been outstanding, uh, especially on the defensive side. Davian Walthall is the name to know for them on both sides of the ball. Last week, their defensive effort against Cherokee is one of the best performances we've seen from a six-man team all year long. It was very, very impressive. For Oakwood, they have the best player in the state of Texas that you've never heard of. Zach Nickerson, their running back, is a literal record-smashing runner. He has 77 touchdowns on the year. That is the all-time Texas high school football six-man record. Shout out to Lehman Saunders for that note. He has been unstoppable in this game, in this season. So the question is going to be what happens when that Lorraine defense, which has been so good all year, goes up against this outstanding running attack with Zach Nickerson and company. There is some history on the line here. Oakwood has never made a six-man state championship game. They played in a 1A state championship game back in 1991 and lost it. Lorraine has never played on the big stage at all. So there's history to be made in Dublin. For now, I give the edge to the team with the defense. That's Lorraine. I think the Bulldogs punch their ticket to AT&T Stadium. But those are far from the only big games in the regional finals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Let's get to the lightning round. In 1A Division 2, I think Benjamin beats Wet Harrell, although I think I've picked against Wet Harrell the last two weeks and they've proven me wrong, so... Whit Harrell's probably going to win. In 1A Division 1, I like Abbott over Erion County in a close one, and give me Westbrook in a rematch win over Happy. 2A Division 2 we go. I like Albany over Collinsville. Give me Burton over Granger, and Wellington takes down New Home. 2A Division 1, now all these games are really good. I like Toller over Crawford in a matchup of unbeatens, and in a rematch, I think Hawley gets Cisco again. Give me Timpson over Cooper in another matchup of unbeatens, and in one of the most anticipated rematches in Texas high school football, I think Refurio beats Shiner. To 3A Division 2 we go. I like Gunner over Holiday in a matchup of unbeatens. I like Poth to beat Tidehaven and give me Canadian over Wall. To 3A Division 1 now, Malakoff and Grandview are playing for the eighth time in five seasons. Yeah, I think Malakoff gets him this time, and I think Whitesboro gets some vengeance on Brock. Stingham, I like Lano over Edna, and in one of the most anticipated games of the year, I like Franklin over Columbus. 4A Division 2 now, I'm going with Glen Rose over Monahans, and Carthage keeps rolling with a win over Pleasant Grove. I think Wimberley beats district rival Lago Vista again, and talk about a fire 
Fireworks Factory. I like Cuero and a close one over Silsby. A lot of fun games in 4A Division 1 in Region 4. I like Corpus Christi, Cal Allen over Bernie in a matchup of unbeatens. I'm going to go with China Spring over Anna in a matchup of Champion versus Cinderella. And in a rematch out east, I like Chapel Hill over Kilgore. In 5A Division 2, I like Argyle over Abilene. Wiley, give me South Oak Cliff to take down Melissa. And Fort Bend Marshall beats district rival Port Natchez Groves. To 5A Division 1 we go, I like Alito to beat their district rival Burleson Centennial in a matchup of unbeatens. It's going to be awfully physical. I like Longview over Mansfield Timberview. I'm going Smithson Valley in a close one over College Station and PSJA North makes history. They beat Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. 6A Division 2 we go. I think DeSoto edges Killeen Harker Heights and talk about a heavy hitting matchup. I like Denton Geyer over South Lake Carroll. Dripping Springs narrowly wins a rematch with Austin Vandergrift and Katie keeps it rolling with a win over Sheldon C.E. King. And last but not least, 6A Division 1. I like Galena Park North Shore in a rematch over Atascacita. San Antonio Brennan gives Westlake a big scare, but the Shaps survive. Give me Duncanville over Spring Westfield. And those are the picks. I picked all 44 UIL Texas high school football playoff games. So now you can tell me, what am I wrong about? Comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2022 Texas High School Football Playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the regional finals of the Texas High School Football Playoffs. We'll see you. There it is, the picks, my high school football predictions for all 44 UIL Texas high school football playoff games this weekend. I promise I got at least one of those right, which is getting increasingly more difficult to say and guarantee. So think about that. Anyway, uh, you can check that out on YouTube as well. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. We mentioned there's 44 UIL Texas high school football playoff games scattered hither and yon uh, across the state of Texas this week. Uh, one of them is happening on Friday in Stephenville as the Argyle Eagles will take on the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs. And we're pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs, Coach Clay Martin. Coach, how are you? Hey, you doing good. How are things out in beautiful Abilene, Texas? It's a little cold today, but it's been pretty good for sure. Uh, I, I imagine it beats blowing up basketballs. So you guys are, are still rolling uh, into this playoff, into the playoffs. You know, I'm interested last year at four and six, um, you know, you guys played a difficult schedule, but obviously weren't able to kind of get uh, get enough kind of going in your direction to make the playoffs last year. Now off to a ten and three start, a berth into the regional finals. Um, have you? Can you pinpoint exactly maybe the differences between what what maybe wasn't working last year versus what is working this year? You know, I don't know. I think our kids have worked really hard. Uh, you know, they worked hard last year, and we had some injury issues, and um, you know, this year have stayed healthy and. You know, I think our guys really believe in each other and believe in what we're trying to get done. I think that's made the difference. Uh, you guys have uh, certainly had a flair for the dramatic. That's for sure. Um, you know, last week uh, down to Canatillo at halftime, you roar back. The week before, you guys are playing against Colleyville Heritage. You're down 10 points and throw an interception with 540 left of the game and everyone's chalking that one up you guys make a make a comeback and, and end up winning that game uh, by 10 points yourself scoring 20 points in the final uh, five and a half minutes um, at this point would you say that your team's resiliency is one of its biggest assets oh I don't think there's any question you know I think we've been in games like that throughout the year and you know lost a heartbreaker and uh, you know, our fifth game of the season and, you know, have learned a lot and, uh, you know, really feel like we kind of thrive in those situations and, 
uh, feel good about our chances if the game's close at the end. You guys, you know, Coach, you're in your third year there at, at Wiley. You're a longtime assistant there under the legendary Coach uh, Hugh Sandifer. Um, and, and, and following a legend is tough. Uh, that's a that's a that's a big office to fill. Um, I I am interested in how you've gone about taking over a program that obviously didn't need a whole lot of fixing, and yet still putting your own stamp on it. How have you kind of balanced that taking over a program that you know is as decorated as Wiley is while still kind of making it your own? Yeah, you know I think that's a a, a great question and and one that's that's been difficult. You know I took over right as COVID hit, so there was kind of a a big break in things of norm anyway. And uh, you know Coach Sandifer was just such a, a great person and a great coach, and you know um, was just so uh, privileged to be able to work for him. And, and we do a lot of things program wise that we did for for years and years and. Um, I've been blessed to be able to have, you know, good assistants that have come in and, and we've done some, you know, things different, especially schematically. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been a great experience with the support from the community and all that. Talking with Clay Martin, the head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs here on Texas football today, get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF today. Um, Coach, you you are a a longtime baseball coach there at at Wiley now uh, almost thirty years there uh, at Wiley uh, as as the baseball coach uh, and and I'm I'm interested in in maybe the crossover there in in how you know is there are there things that you take from coaching baseball and being very successful there coaching the Bulldogs baseball team that you're able to apply to football or are they are they totally different animals. Oh, I think there's some things in the head coaching job for sure. You know, uh, never really saw myself as a baseball coach per se. I saw myself as a coach. I'd been the defensive coordinator since 2000. And, um, you know, football was always my first love. And, um, you know, and and just felt like coaching was coaching. And, you know, there's obviously some things as being the head baseball coach for for all those years that are are carryover. But uh, job's a little bigger. in this seat than it was then and uh, just I think drawing on that experience has helped. Talking with Clay Martin of Abilene Wiley here on Texas Football Today. Coach, uh, you know, you guys are, are certainly a team that is greater than the sum of your parts, but it's hard not to notice what your quarterback, Caden Long, has been doing recently. Uh, you know, the heroics against Colleyville Heritage, and then he was fantastic last week against Canatillo as well. Um, uh, you know, the, the numbers are impressive. Obviously, you know, what he's been able to do on the field is impressive. As the guy who sees him every day in practice and in the locker room, what is it about your your, your signal caller that really makes him special? Yeah, you know, he's a, a great competitor, a great leader. Um, but he's that guy that, that you know, has a knack for, for being able to make plays. He's You know, he has great football IQ and, uh, you know, an ability to make – uh, great plays in in pressure situations and and to remain totally calm while he's doing it. And, uh, pretty special uh, young man for sure. Uh, you are a defensive guy, and I think it's it's fair to say that the, that the defense has certainly grown as the season has gone on. What have you seen maybe change and evolve on the defensive side uh, that that has you guys in this position? Yeah, you know we were inexperienced defensively when the year started, and uh, knew we would get better as the year went along, and uh, just proud of the fact that that we didn't abandon ship, that we stuck with it even through some tough times. And I think Coach Brian Hill, our defense coordinator, has done a great job of, of of holding it all together. And I think we've gotten better and better each and every week. And you know that's a the sign of a good team. And I think we're playing best defensive football right now that we've played all year. 
7 o'clock tomorrow, Coach, in Stephenville at beautiful Memorial Stadium. You guys will take on the number one ranked Argyle Eagles. Of course, rankings don't mean a darn thing at this time of year. Um, I, I know you've you, you've been out there practicing today, uh, you know, putting the fu- finishing touches on the game plan. I'm not going to ask you to tell everybody what you're planning on doing tomorrow, but when you take a look at what you're up against tomorrow, what, what, uh, what are you guys going to need to do to come away with the win? Yeah, I think the team that executes in all three phases and – you know, takes care of the football, be the team that wins. And, you know, we've done a really good job of that throughout the year and uh, really feel like if we can clean a few things up, we uh, will be right there. He's Clay Martin. He's the head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs taking on Argyle tomorrow in the 5A Division II Region One final in Stephenville. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on all your success so far, and best of luck tomorrow night. Hey, thank you very much. There he goes. Clay Martin, head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs. Join us here at Texas Football Today. They have played a stupid amount of close games. Yeah. Okay? We're going to run through their schedule. Ready? Mm-hmm. Week one. Actually, I can do this better. You're listening to live coverage of me pulling up a better a better website to, to, to read these off. Okay? I think our play of the year at Valley was their game against uh, San Angelo When Central. they lost, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On a Hail Mary. Week one. Six-point win over Brownwood. Okay? Week three. Five-point loss to Lubbock Cooper. Week four, seven-point loss to Stephenville. Week five, two-point loss to San Angelo Central. Week eight, one-point win over Wichita Falls Rider. Week ten, three-point win over Amarillo Paladuro. If you want to count ten points, they beat Abilene Cooper by ten in week 11. And then a 10-point win, which is really a three-point win. They, they uh, recovered a fumble in the end zone as time expired over Colleyville Heritage in, in the area round to make it 50-40, to 40, a 10-point game. So it was really a once. They scored with three seconds left to win the game. Okay? And then last week, they come from behind a third-quarter deficit and beat Kinnatio by three. They have played so many close games. And so if you're Argyle, now I think Argyle is the favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. I do. They're number one team in the state. But if you're Argyle... You better bury mm-hmm. Abley Wiley. Well, and you better go out there and leave no doubt because if you if you let them hang around, mm-hmm. they'll get you. Yep, and especially with what did Argyle win last week? Was it seven nothing or was it ten seven? Uh oh no, that was that was against Ryder. They beat him seven nothing. Yeah, it's like that. That ain't going to cut if the you, kids, Abilene if Wiley. If you think you're beating w- right, Wiley by seven, yeah. that is a dangerous road to walk. Because they're the ones that are looking around the tree going. Oh, they're only up by three. They will. Let's roll. They will win a close game on you. Yes. So I'm excited to see how that rolls out. We appreciate it, Coach Clay Martin hopping on with us. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, anyone in the comments who's gonna say that I just uh, I close my eyes and make my predictions? At least make sure to get my name right. That would that would help. It's Pickle, not Pickles with an S. Come on, Pickles. To, yeah, Pickles just. Closes her eyes and picks my thing. I show up fake knowing anything about high school football, and then I go home. It's a great life to live, so appreciate that. But if you want to hear more of my predictions, you can tune in at 2 o'clock today, WTF. It's not just me. It's another woman, Mallory Hartley. Oh, the horror. Uh, So 2 o'clock, we are breaking down the DFW region. We're pumped up. Do you guys have a guest? Uh, We do. It is Leah. Oh, oh, say it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, I have Leah it. Has, Leah has a, a, a very complicated name that I've never said aloud. Um, it is... Oh, here we go. A C. Mc... 
Acemacupolis. Acemacupolis. Yes, I believe that's yeah, correct. Well, that's, that sounds uh, exactly like it's spelled. Mallory, which sounded we, out. To be fair, we're leaving to get down to San Marcos, so we pre-recorded the show. Mallory has been practicing all week. Crushed it. Yeah. Crushed it. Rolled well, off the tongue. You know and what? Leah was like, "That was impressive." The thing is, like, that's what you've got to do. Because, for example, the um, oh um, there was an old like a former TC. I guess he's probably still in the league. Yule's Trinity offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Who was really good? He went to TCU and he was really good there. And then he was—he's—he may still be in the league. I—I I, mm-hmm. I think he is. Halapulavani Vitai. Yes. <laughs> I pronounced that. I practiced that like seven thousand times, nice. and now it's just like Halapulavani Vitai. Yep. What, like what's the big deal? Hey, God, it's like saying my name. You can't say it. Yeah. What's your big deal? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Clay Martin, the head coach of the Abilene Wiley Bulldogs, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.